0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders' Council podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us in yet another sunny day in an empty capital. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Marcus Holland, Director of E-Type UK, one of the leading authorities for sales, restoration, maintenance, and upgrades of the iconic Jaguar E-Type. Marcus, Hello.
1: Hi, how are you?
0: Very well, Thank you for coming on the program today. uh now, normally, we'd go directly into our conversation on leadership, but considering the ongoing covid nineteen outbreak, I would be remiss if I didn't uh ask you how uh this has affected your business.
1: yeah, no absolutely it's certainly um challenging times and difficult times for everyone um We've been fairly fortunate. We've uh, managed to stay open throughout the the outbreak um, and, and have implemented a number of measures within the workshop and the uh, and or within the workshop that we've got on site in order to protect employees um, and to make sure that anything that we are doing um, is 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 not risking um them or the spread of the virus further. But certainly from a business point of view, we've been fortunate to be able to continue. I know that um, a number of businesses haven't been as fortunate, and then as such have come come on hard times and certainly it was unexpected and no one's been able to kind of prepare or, um, or build up any uh, any res- reserves to, uh, to see themselves through this. But um, I do think that there are a number of schemes in place um, from the government to support, um, which I'm certainly uh, all in favour of, but fortunately we haven't had to call on them as, uh, as yet. Mm.
0: Now, of course, one of the ongoing concerns uh, about uh, the uh, pandemic shutdown is the state uh, that the economy will be in afterwards, especially when it comes to disposable income uh, for people who have been either furloughed or uh, pro- uh, companies that aren't making the profits that they once did? Do you fear that this might have an impact on your business going forward?
1: Yeah, I mean it's difficult to always tell. Uh, you know, I don't. I'm certainly um, not an economist, but the uh, the news that seems to be coming out today. You know, we will be in. Uh, in a poorer state um, from the position following the the pandemic than we were prior to the pandemic, and um, you know I do believe that spending power will be lowered, um, and, and and certainly people's uh, ability to, to go out and buy luxury items will be will be less. Um, my hope is that is that traditionally in the past when we've seen volatile stock markets and volatile um, uh, investing positions, is the classic car market has. And and general collectibles have traditionally seen um, a strong bounce as a as a result of that. Um, so currently, there's no question of um, the inability to sell, and the fact that this is what we deal in in classic car restoration um, and, and and sales is, is is certainly affected by people's um, inability to go and view and, and 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 not willingness to spend in in the current climate. Um, And I do believe that following this, there will be a review and people will be taking a long, hard look at at their outgoings and what they can afford and what they can't afford moving forward. And I think there will be a period of recovery and what that will look like. Who knows?
0: Well, we might as well move on to the subject of leadership. I always like to start this part of the conversation off by asking the same simple question. What does the word leader mean to you?
1: Yeah, so leader, leader for me is someone who who is not necessarily in a position um where they they are responsible for um everything they there are multiple leaders and i think um a leader is somebody who uh who sets a direction and is able to bring people with them on that direction um and so they are able to mobilize and motivate um and ultimately lead um people teams um individuals um whatever it may be uh in in a common direction
0: and how would you describe your personal leadership style?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, currently running a business um I do think there there are multiple leadership styles. Um, I don't believe that there is a kind of only one leadership style, so to speak. And I think it's important that um, you know people are motivated in different ways and, and, and by different outcomes. And so um, some people prefer a firmer hand. Some people prefer um, a bit more leeway. Um, and some people prefer to be kind of led led by example. I would say traditionally. Uh, my leadership style is is leading by example. Um, I, I firmly believe in in working hard, putting in the effort, um, making sure that you're you're doing everything the right way and and, and in the right manner, um, and people will follow you as a result of that because you are ultimately setting the tone and setting the direction of travel. So, I do believe that I um I take that approach. Um, I'm a lot more. I, I describe the current business that I run is. We have um, 15, 16 employees, and, and in my mind, I want 15, 16 individual managers and individual leaders themselves. Um, I want people to have the ability and the autonomy to make decisions um, and also uh, to understand the direction of travel so that they're making decisions aligned with that direction of travel. Um, I'm not as much of a micromanager or micro leader um, and somebody that wants to make sure that I'm involved in every single decision making. Uh, Process and every single decision that needs to be made is 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 done by myself. So I think how I traditionally like to lead is by by example and also uh, with a lot of autonomy for for people to to work and bring the best out of people.
0: Now, of course, uh, we can't hold off on this any longer. Uh, you work in a very exciting field uh, with a with a machine that most people only dream of. How did how did you come up with the plan to open the uh, open the firm?
1: Yeah, so um yeah, no, it's a fantastic industry firstly and it's um they really are um it's an exciting part to be an exciting industry to be part of. It's evolved and changes constantly, um and, and people do some really, really exciting stuff and certainly you know, we're really proud of the fact that what we've got here is the kind of a full service offering. Um, we go from sales right through to servicing and everything in between and get involved in, in, in restoration of fantastic, iconic cars. And the e type truly is, you know, an iconic British car. Um, so it's a great industry to be part of. From, from, from my side in terms of how, how we got into this is actually it was, um, you know, we actually purchased the business in 2016. So it's myself and my father, um, who, who purchased the business in 2016, um, wanted to be involved in the classic car market, um, had aspirations to set something up ourselves, doing a bit of market research, and stumbled across the classic car business for sale, requested um, details or information, and actually ended up finding out that it was an E-type business, and the business that we wanted to set up was a British sports car specialist focusing predominantly on the E-type, and after a number of discussions and coming down and viewing the business and talking with the employees and understanding the business a bit better is we really felt that there was an opportunity and the business was was a really great fit for us. So we um managed to get together a deal to purchase the business in uh in twenty sixteen, in January twenty sixteen and um and yeah, then have been running it ever since and um have complimented that with a sister company of, of DM Historics in the uh in, in, in twenty seventeen and in mid to late twenty seventeen. And so since then um, you know, we've really uh Kind of gone in and, and invested heavily um, in the business and in our in our setup. Um, we bought a number of features in house and uh, yeah, now has kind of complemented this to be really what is a full um, from start to finish restoration outfit. And then and, and, and ultimately um, we're supplying a number of e types into the market. We believe that we're probably one of the largest e type sellers in, in in the UK, if not the the largest e type seller in the UK.
0: Fantastic. Um now unfortunately our time together is starting to draw to its close. But before I let you go, I just have two questions for you. Who on the world stage today inspires you?
1: Oh that's uh yeah, certainly a, a tricky question. Um, you know, I I would say I'm inspired by a number of of leaders in in today's world. Um, you know, I'm certainly uh, inspired by former leaders, the likes of um of Barack Obama um something along along those kind of lines. There was actually I'm a big um, Southampton football fan. Um and and one of the leaders um of of Samton Sampton was bought a number of years ago when they had uh, been relegated through the leaks. Um were bought um essentially um when they were in poor financial health and the guy that was put in charge of running that was a guy called Nicola Cortese and um he came up with a very clear vision a very clear um, ambition and a very clear goal for Hampton football club um and actually he put in place a number of measures and then a number of um, initiatives and invested heavily in the academy and invested heavily in the future of of, of of the club and as of under his stewardship um not his ownership but he was fundamentally leading it um he we managed to get back into the premier league and then and, and had some of our most successful seasons under his um his his guidance unfortunately he was uh he was kind of forced out the for, or left the club um after the, the, the death of the owner um and yeah and then since then we've kind of gone 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 backwards a little bit but he was certainly someone that I I look at and um I'm inspired by and then his clear vision, his clear strategy and his clear understanding of the business and the way in which the business can move and evolve.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um is something that really I I aspire to replicate.
0: Well, uh Marcus, the last thing I ask of you is what does the next twelve months have in store for E Type UK?
1: Yeah, um uh, so let's hopefully um hopefully we can find a cure for the um the, the current position that we sit in. And hopefully we are able to get back to some level of of normality. Um, this year, 2020, was meant to be a really exciting year for us. At, um, E-Type UK um, had a number of exciting projects on the go. Um, we've developed a bespoke car um, based on the E-Type, and the plan was to really evolve that further um, in the coming months. Um, so hopefully we can kind of get back to to where we were, but we want to continue offering people... A full service um, outfit and, and offering people the opportunity to own such an iconic vehicle through our purchase but also to look after them during their ownership, and show them the world of the classic car market, show them the events and the races and the rallies and the touring that you can do in these cars, and how and how much fun you can really have in, the, in a classic car. And hopefully, um, if travel is restricted, people really see the benefits of using a classic car um, in the. In the back end of this year, I'm um, hoping when the weather's good and people are able to go to go away again and um, and, and and enjoy themselves.
0: Uh, absolutely, uh, Marcus. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the program today, and I'd love to have you back on to talk a bit more about that new car project uh, at some point in the future. Marcus, thank you. Thank you very much. That was Marcus Holland, director of E-Type UK. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is my exclusive interview with our chairman, Lord Plunkett.
2: Therefore, they're thinking about more productive, if you like, greater productivity ways of delivering the same service or delivering the same products. And in that sense, I think we'll have temporarily at least very much higher unemployment than we've become used to. But we'll probably have a burst of productivity, Mm -hmm. which will help with the recovery Whether it will help with the inequity of the way in which our economy is imbalanced, both between services and productivity and and production of goods and services, I'm not sure. What we will need to try and do is to ensure that the geographic imbalance that exists is, as far as humanly possible, is dealt with by both uh, the entrepreneurship and innovation from the bottom up and targeted government help which will still be needed, and we are now in the throes of the kind of borrowing that we saw back in 2008 to save the banking and economic system. We're we're having to do that to save the whole of our productive business and Mm -hmm. commerce, and I think that will have to be sustained for some time.
0: Do you feel that people will take a second look at global supply chains in the wake of this outbreak?
2: I think there's going to be much more creative ways of using local